Hello, I'm Steve Corbin, and welcome to Revelation Health, where we open your eyes to the often confusing world of health and health insurance. It is our goal to provide you with the information you need in a way you can understand to give you the confidence to be a better advocate for you and your family. Today, we're brought to you by Guardian Insurance, who has proudly been serving our community for over 160 years. So we're going to do things a little bit different this week. I know um, in our last podcast episode, we went over some of the benefits of uh, supplemental insurances. We talked about a couple of different things. We, we spoke about, you know, accident, critical illness, hospital indemnity. Um, but what I also promised you during that podcast was that we we're going to bring in some experts, some guests, um, some you know friends of mine that I know from the industry. And today we have um, Marty Ghani from from The Guardian. And... Um, so Marty's a, he's an employee benefits professional. He's been in the business for a little bit. I'm going to let him tell um, a little bit more about his story, um, how he got into the industry, um, and you know we'll dive deep into accident insurance in particular. Um, I'm sure conversation is going to lead us in a number of different directions. <laughs> so, and actually, one of the first things that um, when I met uh, Marty. Um, was brought up to my attention. It was actually, he played uh, football at Bates College here in Massachusetts. So Marty, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, I uh, played football up at Bates. And, and Steve, first and foremost, thanks so much for having me on today. Really do appreciate it. And, you know, just excited to talk a little bit about Guardian and about, you know, most of the value of supplemental health benefits like accident today. Um, you know, as you mentioned, played football up at Bates College, actually up in Maine. Uh, lost a lot of games in Massachusetts. Uh, you know, a lot of, lot of zeros on the scoreboard, unfortunately. But, um, you know, yeah, ended up, you know, doing a job shadow day there uh, up at the Portland, Maine home office for Unum, uh, which is another group benefits carrier. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to begin there in, in June of 2019 as a sales consultant trainee, uh, you know, learning the ins and outs of life, disability, um, supplemental health benefits like accident. And, uh, you know, going through their training program prior to rolling out and, uh, you know, working the New England marketplace with brokers like yourself across the territory. Um, you know, after a few years over at Unum, um, you know, just looking out in the marketplace, I connected with uh, Rich Lombard, who's one of the regional directors now at Guardian. And, uh, you know, I know you know Rich well, and, and you've yeah. got a lot of good things to say about him. And, you know, he was someone that just, you know, when you meet him, uh, you really want to work for him. Great personality. And, uh, you know, I just really felt like based on some of the plan designs that Guardian offered, it made sense to, you know, make the move and make the transition over there. And, uh, you know, it's been great being able to come out into to the Western Mass area, uh, work with brokers like yourselves and just, you know, invest time in the community to, you know, help educate brokers and the clients that they work with about what Guardian can offer for ancillary insurance. But, you know, on top of it here, some of the issues that they're experiencing and, uh, you know, hopefully walk through solutions for them on, on different subject matters with the ancillary insurance industry. All right, excellent. So you, you've already proven to be uh, educational in the first five minutes you've been here uh, because I would have risked it all <laughs> in the final Jeopardy question of where is, you know, where is Bates College located? I, I would have I would have bet it all on that and would, would have gone broke because I would have said Massachusetts. So um, good thing I'm in employee benefits and not not in, uh, you know, understanding where, where some of these higher education uh, <laughs> colleges are located. So uh, no, good to know. So yeah, so specifically around uh, accident insurance and and how that can help the consumer, because um, as you know, we've discussed uh, the point of of this podcast and the point of of my nonprofit is to really be educating individuals on what they can be doing in this healthcare environment right now, um, given the fact that. 
you know, in New England, the average deductible is about $2,100. Uh, there are more and more, um, more and more services are subject to the deductible. Um, higher co-pays, uh, we're starting to see co-pays after the deductible in excess of $1,000 when people are going in, inpatient. And, and so what we're trying to do here is just show people that there is a way to access care. There, there are things that they can be doing um, to mitigate some of this financial risk. Uh, one of the areas where I'm a huge fan, I'm a big proponent of, is filling those gaps with supplemental insurance. Now, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying throw you know, good money after bad here. Um, we're really trying to be pointed and, and give give good information and, and help people make great choices. And I'm a firm believer in supplementing your health insurance with a good accident policy. Um, and maybe you can dive into a little bit of why that is. Why, why, why have folks like you and folks like Rich, you know, people who I trust, how, how have you convinced me you know, somebody who's an industry professional, been doing this for 23 years. How, how have you convinced me that this is the way to fill that gap, right? And so, so that we can help everybody understand that, um, you know, that, that this is a great product, that these are good things and they're not gonna break the bank when it comes to what you're paying out of your pocket. Yeah, and, and I think it really just goes back to the way that health insurance across New England has evolved over the last 15 or 20 years. I mean, for a long time, you know, Massachusetts was one of the, uh, more well-designed health insurance states in the sense that there were traditionally lower deductibles, lower out-of-pocket costs for a lot of different employees across the state. Uh, but if you look at parts around the different parts around the country, you know, accident insurance is as commonplace as health insurance in that sense. You know, voluntary benefits as a whole are very, really well enrolled, really well taken uh, advantage of. And you know, Massachusetts has almost been uh, slow to adjust to the rest of the changing landscape because for so long those out-of-power costs have been lower than the rest of the country. You know, now we're not only faced with inflation, but rising healthcare costs, and employers are pretty limited in what they can do to sort of mitigate the overall premium spend, because as we know, by and large, health insurance is more often than not the number two expense for a company outside of payroll. And so if they're looking at their bottom dollar and what they can do to survive in an ever-challenging uh, or you know, increasingly challenging economy, um, trying to mitigate health insurance costs is a great way to do so. And unfortunately, one of the ways that they're able to do that is increasing that deductible, which you know extends more risk on employees and their out-of-pocket liability um, for deductibles, co-pays, things like that. And so voluntary benefits comes into the scope because people want to obviously transfer that risk from the out-of-pocket uh, you know, deductibles and co-pays on their health insurance to another smaller payment, like an accident insurance that might be as affordable as 10 or $15 per member per month. And so with accident insurance, just to give you a high level overview of what that is, you know, anytime you have any injury that's of no fault of your own, the insurance carrier that you work with is going to pay you a benefit based on the injury that you had alongside the treatment you received based on the schedule of benefits under your policy. So a common example might be, you know, someone as clumsy as me walking out my front door and slipping and falling on a patch of ice this winter, which I'm sure we all know is far too common in New England. Um, I break my arm and because I'm always driving around in my car to visit people like Steve and, uh, you know, typing away on emails, trying to get back to people as quickly as possible, you know, I can, I can no longer do that. So that's going to take me out of work for a little while and make it a little bit more difficult uh, for me to not only earn my paycheck, but on top of it, um, you know, 
be able to make ends meet financially uh, while I'm unable to work. And so accident would pay me based on the fact that I broke a bone. Um, maybe I took an ambulance to the hospital. That's a payment that I'd receive on top of it as well from the schedule of benefits. And if I had to stay overnight in the hospital, there'd be a payment for that as well. And that payment's directly towards the employee. It's not going back into the pockets of the employer. It's not going back directly to the hospital themselves. This is something that you know any insurance carrier will write you a check directly for you to use as you see fit. So one example that I always say is that you know, let's say you do break your arm and you can't drive, uh, but you still feel like you want to go to work because you can't afford to take time off for whatever reason. Um, you know, you could pay for a car service, pay for an Uber or something like that um, to actually take you to work that day because you weren't able to get there yourself. Um, so it's a flexible benefit in the sense that it goes directly to you to be used at your discretion. Uh, and on top of it, it can help not only with out-of-pocket costs from a health care standpoint, but on top of it, make sure that you can continue to live your life as freely as you did prior to having that accident. And, uh, and that's all great information. So um, what I really like about it when I start talking to folks about it and how, to, how to, it, it fills that gap, right? So if you have a $2,000 deductible, now if you have other methods to pay that deductible, um, this money that they're getting, like you mentioned, they could use it for, for an Uber. It doesn't necessarily have to go back to the medical providers, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So um, now from a taxable perspective, how, how does that work when I get this? So, so say my benefit for a broken arm is a thousand dollars. Do I have to pay taxes on that? So standardly, money's only taxed once. So, yeah. you know, historically, people have paid for these voluntary benefits because they're so affordable with post tax dollars. And as a result of that, you do receive a tax free benefit. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, you know, if you've got 26 pay cycles over the course of the year, and your overall premium as someone that's paying $10 a month is $120 for the year. You know, I'm not I'm not great at math, but that's probably a little less than $5 out of your paycheck. And you know, I don't want to admit it too uh, bravely because I'm a little embarrassed to say it. I might spend $4 on a coffee uh, on my way to work sometimes. So to not be able to take that money out of my out of my uh, payroll to be able to just afford myself the benefit of having something like accident insurance, you know, it's a no-brainer on my end. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, to me, it makes perfect sense. Um, and there, there are a lot of ways to, to access accident insurance. It's not only like a lot of companies will offer it through their employer, but there are also vendors out there. Um, and we're going to talk to a few over, over time um, that will market directly to the consumer. So for you guys out there that, you know, maybe your, your employer is not offering this level of a benefit, there are ways for you to get it. Out, out in the marketplace as an individual, not as a group benefit. So, um, but those are things that we're definitely going to talk about as, as we move forward um, in this discussion um, surrounding accident insurance. Um, one of the other things, Marty, that I really want to touch base with you about is because we're really talking about how um, affordable this is and how it really does fill that gap. So, if you have a two thousand dollar deductible and you have that type of an accident where um, you fall, you, you break your arm, you have to take a, an ambulance, um, you're going to the ER and you're getting treatment. The reality is the cost of care here in Massachusetts, that's going to fulfill your $2,000 deductible. That's, that's $2,000 right, right there. And when you look at some of these schedules, and I've looked at, them, uh, looked at them all, I've looked at various ones, you know, Guardian included and other mm -hmm. different carriers as well. And in that type of a situation, you're most likely going to get that full $2,000 back. So now you've met your deductible for the year. You're kind of held harmless because you're getting that, that refund. Um, and it's it's coverage for you and everybody in your family. I mean, there's multiple levels for this. You can get it as, as an individual, but if you have, you know, a family plan and you have, you know, yourself, your, your spouse and two kids, three kids, you know, they have these family plans available for you as well. And they are equally as affordable and they provide that level of protection for every person. And there's no caps on it. Um, 
But what I'd also like to touch base on is because I know that most of these types of plants, they have a wellness benefit built into it as well. Um, so tell us a little bit about how these plans kind of, you know, just pay you back for staying healthy. Well, I think there's a few different provisions I'd like to talk about. And the first one is is definitely the wellness benefit, because that's first and foremost something that you should be taking advantage of every year. Um, anytime that you go in and get you know, any of those routine preventive screenings, whether that's some type of blood work, your physical exam, a vaccine maybe, you can actually file a claim with your insurance carrier to recoup some of that money that you've paid for premium. So if you have a family of four and you're spending $40 a month on your accident insurance at $480 a year, you might get $200 of that back in a premium remittance from your carrier because everyone went in and got their routine physical that year. Um, so when you basically take out that bulk of the premium based on the wellness benefit, something that you should be doing uh, on an annual basis anyways, because obviously uh, the best care that you can receive is preventive care, because at the end of the day, it mitigates not only the out-of-pocket costs you might have in the future from a more serious illness or, or, or injury, but on top of it, uh, ensures that you're living a healthy lifestyle. Um, knowing that you can get money back in your pockets on something that you've already paid for and will receive a benefit from at some point in the future, uh, it's a really nice feeling knowing that that's out there. Yep. Um, some of the other ones, I know you mentioned that, I mean, you've coached sports for how long, Steve? Oh, forever. Yeah, it's actually something I've been doing for a long time since my oldest was in second grade. So ooh, 19 years. <laughs> <laughs> and how many times have you seen, uh, you know, some young athlete trip, fall, break an arm, break a leg, chip a tooth, anything along those lines where, you know, the parents thinking, oh, man, you know, not only do I have to take my kid to the hospital and get this squared away. But on top of it, I'm looking at some pretty significant financial liability yep. um, because all because they were playing a sport. You know, some carriers will even offer, um, you know, a child athletic benefit that pays an additional monetary value to you, you know, a richer part of the schedule of benefits because your children were hurt during um, an organized sport activity. So it's funny that you actually bring that one up because that's actually a benefit that my family we took advantage of uh, because obviously you mentioned i coach sports I, i've coached multiple sports for all my kids from you know soccer to you know lacrosse um, and my middle daughter was very active in sports she actually had broken her wrist one time playing mm -hmm. soccer and we were able to we were actually on one of those plans where um they had it was a 20 percent extra benefit so if the benefit was a hundred dollars, we were receiving one hundred and twenty. So it's great. I mean, it's a great little added added you know benefit when you're looking at that. So um, it's a great point to make. Uh, it's just another way where um, you can kind of get a little bit of peace of mind when you know you're going to have to be spending some money out of your pocket. Yep, hundred percent. Yep. Um, and then the other one that I'd say that I that I see often on some of the most competitive proposals in the market um, would be that rainy day fund. And what that is, is basically just like a, similar to what you might have with a dental max calendar rollover, okay. where some of your unused benefits in year one will just compile onto year two. You even get that with accident insurance. So let's say in year one, you know, you don't file uh, any claims under the accident schedule benefits. You get a little bit of premium remittance based on that wellness benefit. Yep. But maybe in year two or even three, you've got an accident. That, that rainy day fund might actually pay an additional benefit on top of it because of the years you didn't file a claim under the policy. No, it's actually, I, honestly, I didn't even know that. Yeah. You, you're not doing your job. You, you're not educating me I'm enough. I'm sorry about my job. Don't tell Rich, come on. <laughs> we like, well, he's gonna know when he hears this. You know, but, uh, nah, Rich is a good guy. Um, One of the best. But yeah, so I mean, is there any, I mean, I, I try to prepare as many questions as possible and I try to pull from a, 
from a, a place of knowledge myself, but there's always going to be a gap. There's always going to be an area where, where I'm not, I'm not asking you the question that I should be asking. So mm-hmm. is there anything that I didn't bring up today? Is there anything about, you know, accident insurance, um, that, that we should make sure that the folks listening are, are aware of? You know, I, I think, um, from a claim standpoint, people always have questions about claims. And I think oftentimes that entire process can be a little bit daunting. Um, so doing your own due diligence about which carriers might be easier to work with, you know, finding a local insurance broker to point you in the right direction when you're trying to find a little bit more about these plans and, and the companies that you work with, you know, finding a simplified claims process. Um, you know, there are carriers out there that will actually consolidate the disability and the voluntary benefits claims process. So let's say you call into your insurance carrier and you let them know that, you know, you had that accident I talked about earlier where I slipped and fell on a patch of ice. You're missing some time. Yeah. You know, based on being in Massachusetts uh, with the paid medical leave and on top of it, some types of short term disability, you know, there are vendors out there that if you receive all those benefits to the same workplace, you let them know your policy number, you know, they'll be able to proactively adjudicate those claims on your behalf based on the information that you provided them. Um, so they'll work to, you know, not only adjudicate the short term disability, the paid medical leave, but also the accident on top of it under one claims process, which can oftentimes make things a little bit easier for employees. Um, you know, outside of that, you know, oftentimes you can even do high-low plans. Um, so if you've got a group that's, you know, maybe looking to have a little bit more of a less rich benefit, but a more affordable cost, we can put one of those in place. Um, and then you can even have a much richer benefit on top of it for someone that might be a little bit more high risk. Um, they can have that richer schedule of benefits and then, you know, as a result, pay more, uh, but receive more of a benefit from it as well. No, excellent. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, thank you very much for, you know, making it out here. Um, and Marty, you are officially the first guest of the program. I'm not sure if you knew <laughs> that. That is awesome. So, um, it would have been great if you were marking our 10th podcast, but it's only our ninth. We're one well, more away. So we, you know, have to, I'll have to have you back again. Right. So I want to be on the hundreds. Yeah, there we go. So <laughs> now you've been great. Um, I truly appreciate it. And to everybody out there, listen, remember in a world full of choices, choose kindness until next time. I'm Steve Corbin, and this is Revelation Health. <laughs>